Episode 110. Thank you all for listening to episode 109. Give them the heater, Zeke, a Lou Brownism. I'm Gray here with my co-host. Lou Brown. Give them the heater, Gray. <laughs> Thank you, Lou. This hurts to talk like this. <laughs> Thank you, Lou. Welcome to the show. Thank you to Wes Anderson for moments in time. Check him out on Facebook, Wes Anderson Music. Give him a follow on Twitter at Songs by Wes. Thank you to All Work Clothing, the first and primary sponsor of Over the Line Sports Podcast. Thank you, Brandon. Thank you to Crandall's Quality Lawn Care. Give them a call, 419-704-5471. Serves the Toledo and surrounding area, and not. It's like what is that? Kanbag, Mongolia. Mongolia? Mongolia. What is that, a tea house? I don't know. It's a coffee and tea house. Yeah, almost hit it. Delby, Delby Coffee and Tea House. Kanbag, Mongolia. You go into Delby Coffee and Tea House and you ask for Sean. He won't be there. (laughs) He will not be there. He will not be there at all. I can guarantee that. Thank you to Tim at Verizon. Verizon True Technology Business Partner helps local businesses deploy technologies that positively impact operations and can increase revenue for the company. Check out verizon.com and get in touch with the sales rep in your area. Thank you to Cassandra at PNC. Visit her at the White House branch or give her a call, 419-877-0634. She can help with all your banking needs, whether it be loans, credit cards, personal banking. She's there to help. And thank you to Steve at Savage & Associates, who sponsored the Frickers Lunch on Episode 100, and also will hopefully sponsor the Frickers or What Have You Lunch at Episode 200, The Pod Beats Patty Bugs 2, Deuce Boogaloo. Looking forward to it. And last but not least... Deuce Purple. Right, deuce blurple. Last but not least, datingtransformation.com. Dot com, yes, with Connell Barrett. He'll be able to help you out with your dating needs. Are you uh, you know, career-driven, haven't been in the dating game for a while, maybe divorced, didn't want to get back out there? You know, He can help you out, get out there, gain that confidence back, and, and find the woman in your dreams. Um, you know, He does other things, too, uh, like enhance your dating profile, your Bumble or Tinder profile, not up to par, not getting a lot of matches. He'll help you enhance that and put in the right words that women are looking for and the right pictures, not that stupid shirtless selfie you got out there. Nobody wants to see that. Nobody. It's gross. So with this, will they need a blue chew? They uh, probably won't because at least till the third date or whatever date that people do that on. Um, no, so this is not this is not for hookups. This is not for any of that. This is this is to find someone. This is to find love. This is to gain confidence mostly. That's what it's here for. We're not here to hook up with twelve different women. That's not what he does. He is here to find you the future, the woman, the one for you, not the seventeen for you. Um, you know, he's here to gain. You know, he's he's here to help you gain that confidence that you need. That if you've been out of the dating game for a while, or you've just always been lacking confidence with women, he'll he'll be able to take you from your shy self to walk up to that ten at the bar and say hello. And not only that, get her number. I'm yeah. not I'm not going to say guaranteed, but get her number. And he he. This is for men. Clarify that again, yeah. and then also you said he's going to get how many? How many? What's his goal? How many new clients a week? So he, by the end of the year, wants two new clients a week. Our goal is just to get him one. That's it. Not not a week, just one in general. I'll take one. If we can get him one, that's great. And remember, it is anonymous, so we will not know right. if you reach out to him. That is between you and him. You've got the client, uh, the client privilege that we would not know it's anonymous. He would just tell us that he got something from us. Again, mention over the line sports podcast, and he will take care of you. Absolutely, datingtransformation.com. And in October, we will be joined by local radio personality and host of the On the Radar podcast, Chris Peapod. Quotes again, Daher, and he. We're hoping to discuss first episode of AEW on TNT, Raw and SmackDown for that week. And then hopefully you and I can come up with some topics for them, top fives, kind of like we did in the first few episodes. Mm-hmm. So like top five gimmick, top five wrestler, top five finishing move, uh, songs or theme songs, entrance music, whatever, what have you. So uh, one thing I wanted to get into was random talk- topic for the day. You sent me a picture of your shoes for mm. the cruise. So I wanted to talk about that Ric Flair drip. Let's talk about that. Yeah, those Stacy Adams, alligator, blue suede shoes, whatever you want to call them. Yeah, those are pretty badass. Those are absolutely awesome. Are you going to live the Ric Flair life? I might wear those every day on the cruise, and, and there's only like one fancy dress-up night. Um, I just might I might wear them to the pool. 
I might wear them to the sauna, uh, wear them to dinner, wear them on the beach. I, who knows? I might sleep in them. I mean, the possibilities are endless. Those are probably some of the, that's probably the most badass pair of shoes I've ever bought. And, well, gotten in my entire life. It was a gift. It was a late birthday gift. I like it. Late birthday gift. So I'm, I'm really excited to wear those because they are, they were cooler than they looked in the picture. Put it that way. I was like, I was like, these are awesome. Stacy Adams. Stacy Adams. Those are actually, I think my black dress shoes are Stacy Adams. It's good stuff. Yeah, I bought um, tan ones when, because uh, they said that they had them at the store and I went to the store to get those exact blue gator skin ones and they did not have them. So uh, I bought tan ones instead for a wedding a couple months back. And I really, once I saw those blue ones, I knew what I wanted. Um, when I know what I want, I go and get it. And uh, yeah, got them now. Got them, put them on. They look sweet. Even when I was wearing shorts, they looked awesome. So I might wear those to work. Who knows? Anywhere. So I'm pretty excited about that. I hope you do wear them to work. I probably won't. Some jackass will step on them. I wouldn't do that. <laughs> and you would be pissed. I would be very, very mad. Yeah. So Ric Flair, I know we were going to talk about his life. How many women do you think that man has been with? Uh, he said over 10,000. Really? That's it. That's from him, his mouth, from God's or God's mouth to his mouth or whatever the saying is. And one of them allegedly was Halle Berry, even though she denied it, but I, I believe it. <laughs> Ric Flair? Ric Flair. Halle Berry rode Space Mountain. That's what he said. <laughs> I believe him. But I yeah, believe it. He said 10K. 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 That's that's a lot. That is a lot of women. I, I, I wouldn't be surprised, though. No. I mean, when you live that life from the 70s, I mean, all the way until, I mean, he's been married, I think, for a few years now to, like, his fifth wife. So, yeah, it's a lot. His fifth wife. And um, allegedly, allegedly, um, not that I would know, I've heard on other podcasts, Ric Flair happens to have a baby's arm. So that probably helps him out as well. <laughs> it it, it kind of helps out when, uh, you know, you're larger than life. <laughs> so to speak, right? So to speak. All right. That, that, doesn't, that doesn't hinder your case at all. No. So, yeah, I could believe 10K. I can. Land pipe, swing I mean, in the stick. Chamberlain did it. Arm. Yeah, he had a lot. A lot. Why couldn't Flair? He scored they a both, lot. They probably both traveled a lot. Yeah, so. I can see it. What do you think Flair had more, women or pinfalls? Yeah, tough one, right? I'm going to go with pinfalls on this one. By like three? Yeah, <laughs> not by many. Oh, man. All right, Justin on the Twitter. Isn't Jericho the best choice for eight, the first AEW champion? Would anyone else have been better, first off? Um, no, I don't think so. I picked Jericho to win at AEW's All Out. Um, I mean, come on, dude. He was He's the guy. He's the one to carry. And I said this because they're going to be on TV in a month. I mean, they need – I mean, they have people there, but not the, – the basic wrestling fan doesn't know who Kenny Omega is. Right. The basic wrestling fan knows who Chris Jericho is. Absolutely. So Chris Jericho needs the belt. He doesn't, they don't know who John Moxley is, right? Nope. They know who Chris Jericho is. They know him as Dean Ambrose. That's it. Exactly. All right. And isn't the roasting by Jericho the best? Best heel in the business. So I'm going to pull up this video. You got it? because I, I have it ready to go. Okay. I was about to say I got it. Well, we got the uh, – You got, it's got the ad. Of course, it's got an ad. I mean, I have it here. Non-ad on Twitter. Non-ad on Twitter. Well, here you go. I'm going to skip it after one second. Here we go. Skipping ad. This is after he won the title. Chris Jericho. If it plays. Looks like he's talking to the Young Bucks. Do you want me to play it? I got it. Self an interview. Isn't it funny how whenever somebody wins a world championship, there's always a standing ovation, champagne, roses, flowers. Yet I got a whole backstage area filled with mutes. Nobody can believe that Chris Jericho is the first AEW champion. Pure silence. There's no thank you for Chris Jericho. There's no round of applause for Chris Jericho. But that's okay, because I got my own thank you, because I'm the first AEW champion. Oh, you see that, Bucks? Chris Jericho, the first champ. How apropos, isn't it? Great, great match, Chris. Yeah, thanks. That's all you're going to say? Congrats, man. 
Yeah, no thank you from the Young Bucks. Is that what you really want? You just want to thank you? You just want the title. You know what? You know what? Even if you did thank me, I wouldn't even accept it. <laughs> okay? Congratulations on having Chris Jericho as the new AEW champion. The pleasure's all yours, Bucky boys. <laughs> huh? You can be quiet. All you be quiet. Look at you. Nice hair, idiot. <laughs> What's your name? I don't care. Shut your mouth. <laughs> all the cops can't believe it. Paramedics. Huh? Where were you when I was bleeding to death? Standing around like a bunch of morons. <laughs> Look at you, giant idiot. <laughs> Looks like Brandon. First AEW champion. And the whole city of Chicago, the loudest city in the world, renowned for being the best wrestling crowd in the world. Everyone's silent. No one knows what to say. Because Chris Jericho is the first AEW champion. Look at this, a whole other round. All you guys can stand in the back of the line. All of you. Look at you. Librarian, you can tell me to shush? Up yours. <laughs> Scorpio Sky, you'll never get a shot at this, you hear me? None of you guys. Idiots. <laughs> All right. I guess I'll just have to have my own celebration, won't I? Since nobody else seems to be that here. That belt is sweet, too. That's fine. Yeah. I'm an only wow. child. For I that no time that he celebrating has it. by myself. Look at this. Look at this. Look at that. Cheap salami. That's what Chris Jericho gets. Bunch of crap. Look, olives. Look at this. Look. This olives are nothing in there. And look at this one. There's a little guy in there. Can't even get proper olives, can you? What else we got? Oh, a little bit of the bubbly. <laughs> Want some bubbly? Look at this stuff. Huh? He is bruised. He is bloody. He is somewhat insane. He is Chris Jericho, but he is a... <laughs> he's he's the best. He is fantastic. That's great. That's typical great heel Jericho stuff right there. Heel Jericho, it. Y2J all the way. Absolutely love that. He is fantastic. And you know, his belt got stolen. Yep. Um, he had to have been wasted. What do you think? Well, no. I th- what happened was it was, I think someone broke into the limo. It was in the limo when he went out to eat after that. Yeah. Someone broke in or the door was left unlocked or whatever it was. Or handed and, him the wrong baggage or something. And someone stole the belt. <laughs> but they got it back. Yes. They got it back. I just found it funny that that had actually happened. Yeah, I thought it was a play and everyone's like, no, it's not. And this is when he was eating at Longhorn Steakhouse, by the way. And I don't know if you saw Cody Rhodes tweeted out, Outback is better. <laughs> it's hilarious. Absolutely hilarious. Oh, my God. So you watched All Out, correct? I did, yeah. I um, I decided on Saturday night that I was going to watch this. Um, I was like, you know, I haven't seen any of this stuff. I want to pick a pay-per-view I'm going to pay for instead of the free ones because you don't give a lot away free. Um, so I wanted to see a paid pay-per-view, see how it was, see what all the hype was about. So, yeah, I, uh, I watched this, and I said a couple times that this is this is definitely going to rival WWE. WWE needs to be worried. Yes. Because I totally agree. Because they put on great matches. It's um TV 14. JR was cursing on commentary, you know, and not like bad, but you know, he'd go through and say shit or something like that. It's just normal talk as you would. Um, you're allowed to see, you know, blood and stuff. It's crazy because it's wrestling and you got two people beating the shit out of each other. There should be blood. That's how that works. Um, you know, there's chair shots. There's ladder shots. There's crazy moves. Um, they have, you know, luchadors who do all the crazy shit that the people on NXT can do. So they have it all. They just don't have the high power name stake through the whole roster. Um, but kind of anymore, the WWE really doesn't. I mean, you kind of know their names, but there's nothing, uh, you know, there's not a there's not a humongous name on that at least. So I think that AEW is definitely going to compete big time with WWE, and WWE should be a little worried. They're I don't they're not going to go anywhere, but they need to be a little worried. Right. So on the pre-show, Nyla Rose uh, last in, eliminated Britt Baker in that twenty-one women casino battle royal. I saw Awesome Kong made it. Yeah. Saw Medusa did not. Jazz was there. Jazz was there. Yep. Yep. Um, yeah, as, as I thought, Medusa wouldn't. I, I just couldn't think of anybody else. But, yeah, that I did not see this match. It was not on, you know, it was 
I, I got it at, at about 755 is when I bought this. So I missed um, I missed this. I didn't realize that they were going to have this match before, in all honesty. And then they had a private party beat uh, Angelico and Jack Evans, who I think we took uh, in the tag team match on the pre-show. Damn thing at. I know it's in here somewhere. It's in there somewhere. Where's that pen at? Oh, it's right here, sir. Here's your pen. Where is your pen 15 at? Uh, swinging. Uh, well, you're sitting, so it's not. Um, let's see. So, nope, we both took Angelico and Jack. So right. We lose there. Um, we lose on the women. Right. So now let's get to the show. All right. SoCal Uncensored beat Jurassic Express. What'd you think of this? I didn't realize that Christopher Danielson was with SoCal Uncensored. Chris Daniels. Is that his name? I yeah, you're Danielson. thinking of Brian Danielson, which is Daniel Bryan. Chris Dan- Christopher Danielson. Yes. That, that was his name. Yes. Yeah. Okay. No, I no, I know who it was. I just... Yeah. yeah. Too many same goddamn names. And then, you know, Scorpio Sky, right? And Frankie Kazarian. Yep. Nice. They were absolutely... I thought they were entertaining as hell. I enjoyed the entire match. Um, the Jungle Boy, that was a little weird, but he was pretty good. And With there was, Luchasaurus. And there was a little kid in there. Um, I don't know who that was. Um, Stunt. Marco Stunt? Yeah. Yep. He was um, like five, six, long hair and maybe about 110 pounds. Oh, God. Did some crazy shit. Um, he did the um, uh, the floss in the middle of the ring, which was hilarious. I thought it was a great <laughs> spot. I was laughing my ass off. It was fantastic. Um, so that was, I thought it was a great match. Great way to start off the show. I enjoyed it. Um, they probably maybe went 15, 20 minutes and I thought it was wonderful. They went 11 minutes. 11? Almost 12. Okay. But funny, fun fact, this was the shortest match on the main card. 11 minutes, 45 seconds. Yeah, it doesn't surprise me. There was a lot along the, the card didn't even end like, uh, it was probably right on 11, I would say. So it was a good three Damn. hour pay-per-view. Um, but yeah, we both picked SoCal Uncensored, so we're going to take the check mark on that one. The next match was freaking crazy, dude. The Cracker Barrel. I thought Pac and Omega was next. Mm, oh, well, on this rundown, it isn't. No. Oh, I thought Pac. It might have been. Yeah, Pac and Omega. I heard that was kind of. Uh, people went in with high expectations. Wasn't that great? Uh, it shows third on this one, which. Eh. Regardless. Um. It was, I thought it was a good match. I mean, I enjoyed the match. Bleacher Report gave it an A, which um, they said it was more of a main event feel. I kind of felt the same way, I would say. Um, You know, uh, Pac obviously is Neville from WWE, if you don't know who Pac is. And then Kenny Omega, obviously, you don't know who Kenny Omega is. But um, I think that it was just fantastic. They're so athletic. Um, there was there was a spot, and I'm trying to think exactly, and I could be wrong on the exact move, but Omega hit him with like a pile driver that Pac like kipped up out of. It was like he came down pile driver and he kipped up right off of, it, and it was and I was like holy shit! It was the crowd went nuts off that move. It was insane. Um, both of them are extremely athletic. Obviously, Pac slash Neville um, is more athletic, but Omega is the better, better technical wrestler. He's still built like a brick shit house, too. Yes, he is. Absolutely. Both of them are, in all honesty. I mean, Omega is pretty big, but yeah, Pac was, I mean, he was huge. Um, so yeah, Pac ended up beating him with his um, brutalizer, and he quote unquote, um, uh, he passed out, so he didn't tap. So it just shows that they're going to keep going, right? Um, there was no tapping. He just went out, and the ref called it. Fantastic match. I enjoyed it. I thought it was great. Um, that was the first time I've seen Kenny Omega wrestle in a little while. I haven't watched much of the pay-per-views and anything like that. So to get back and to be able to watch him again was fun. I thought it was awesome, you know, not watching just highlights in New Japan and all that. It was definitely interesting. So it was pretty cool. Um, I thought that was a great match. But now that ladder match... The, or not ladder match, but the Cracker Barrel Clash, as they call it. Um, Jimmy Havoc, Darby Allen, and Joey Janela. Holy guacamole, this is weird, man. I've never seen Jimmy Havoc or Darby Allen ever. Um, it was it was certainly odd. Darby Allen came out first and was like 
sitting in the corner, emo-y, like Raven, sort of. Um, Jimmy Havoc came out and was just doing some crazy shit. Um, Janela is Janela. You guys know him. But it was nuts um, from them just hitting Jimmy Havoc immediately because he was asking for it, putting thumbtacks in his mouth and putting tape over it. Did you end up watching that spot or no? No, I did not. Um, Yeah, insane. They had thumbtacks all in this match. Janela took a suplex on thumbtacks. Um, they they had barrels there as the Cracker Barrel thing. Darby Allen went back first on steel steps through a barrel. It was absolutely crazy um, stuff. I you know these guys were just going all out. It was one of those uh, career shortening matches, as Jr. would call it. I don't know if he said that or not. I can't remember. But that was um, that was insane. Jimmy Havoc ended up winning, beating Joey Janela. Um, it was, dude, that was crazy. It, it made me a fan of those two other guys, Darby Allen and um, Jimmy Havoc, for sure. Because that Jimmy Havoc dude is just freaking nuts, man. But, yeah, it's, uh, it, their whole feud, I hope they keep going into TNT because that would be fun. I mean, those guys did some crazy shit. And Joey Janela is the same way, just does some crazy stuff. So uh, I thought that was really cool. That was my favorite match of the night right there. So the craziest spot was the thumbtacks being taped in his mouth? And that's how they started. I mean, that was like that's three minutes insane. into the match. It was so weird. And then and they taped him to a chair, right? So they duct taped him to a chair and then put thumbtacks in his mouth and then duct taped that, which was crazy. Um, but, yeah, there was a couple other crazy spots with the um, – with the, the barrels, they broke a few barrels going through them. More thumbtack spot. Janela got suplexed on thumbtacks, I mean, right into his back. I think uh, someone else took a chair or they took – I can't remember what they got hit with, but it was something with thumbtacks on it as well. It was it was a crazy match. It was awesome. Like, it reminded me of ECW. ECW. Nice. Absolutely nuts. Um, and we both took Janela, so we were both wrong. Loss. We sucked. Um, next was uh, Best Friends versus Dark Order to run. I know I got that one because I had Stu Grayson. Yep, to get a um, to get a buy and Dark Order won. We both picked Dark Order, so that's a check mark there. Um, to be honest with you, I don't really remember this match. I'm not gonna lie. Um, uh, Bleacher Report gave it a B plus. Tag team matches built up well and delivered. Styles meshed. Dark Order isolated and dominated best friends until their impressive, furious comeback. Classic tag team wrestling. Dark Order's victory was not shocking. It was a statement that AEW sees them as the top tag team, which was not clear to this point. Adding Cassidy to best friends further solidifies their status in the division after multiple wins, potentially setting up a future trios division as well. Um, Yeah, still don't remember the match. Not going to lie, to be honest with you. Um, But like I said, every match on this card was good. It was. I didn't. There wasn't one. I was just kind of like, ah, that match sucks. It's just between, um, you know, Omega, and then the uh, ladder match. When you go and just see a regular tag team match, you kind of forget one. You know, it's the popcorn match sort of thing. So, so that going into the women's title match with Rio and Sheeta, and um, I didn't realize Rio was like ten pounds. Like, she is tiny, mm-hmm. absolutely tiny. Um, so Sheeta pretty much destroyed her the entire match. Rio came back at the end and ended up winning. I got that one right. You got that one wrong. Boo. And, uh, okay, so we had two differences, and the other one was Jericho, so I got you on this card. Yeah, you did. Um, but Bleach Report gave it an A-, and, and I would probably give it something like a B, probably. Um, but, yeah, they were both fast. Like you said, Rio is small, but... Um, you know, she certainly was the, I think she was the better wrestler technically. Sheeta was really good. She was just a little bit bigger. It started off slow, but it kind of picked up as it went on and towards the end. So I was, uh, I was pretty happy with that match. It was a good women's match. And, um, obviously it sounds like a Rio cause I don't know who either of these women are. Sounds like they deserve to win the title. So it's good for her. Good for them. Next match. Cody versus Sean Spears. Uh, Sean Spears came out with Tully Blanchard. And Cody came out with his wife, DDP, and MJF, and their dog. Um, And all weird-ass Star Trek stuff I thought was odd. So Cody ended up picking MJF as his partner. 
His wife and DDP went to the back. Um, Tully Blanchard got involved immediately, and Cody kind of beat him up. MJF kind of beat him up. As the match goes on, great match, by the way. As the match goes on, um, Arn Anderson comes out and does a spine buster to Sean Spears, and Arn Anderson was looking old and fat and still gave an A-plus spine buster. How? I actually saw I that. Know. That looked good. I don't know. It was crazy. Um, Cody got beat up. I think he got bloodied up a little bit, but ended up um, ended up beating. What did he hit the disaster kick into a steel chair and then the crossroads. Ended up beating Sean Spears. Um, let's see, the match came in. Most story and heat boiled down to little wrestling and too much interference. Bleacher Report didn't like it. They said this was the worst match on the card. Hmm. I liked it. I enjoyed it. I like Cody. Peapod thought too, it was so. the spot of the night. He liked that match the best. I thought it was great. Uh, and I think the storyline was great, too. I mean, it's the whole Rhodes versus Blanchard thing. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, I thought it was good. Everyone, too, thought MJF, what's he going to do? Is he going to turn? What's going on? I thought he was going to, and he didn't. Wasn't there a spot there at yeah, the end was, of the match where he looked eh, like it? You thought, I mean, you thought he was going to. And then at the end, after Cody won, and he was, like, holding his hand up, and they were talking, there was a couple of times where Cody turned his back, and I was like, oh, here it goes. And it never happened. And they walked down the aisle together, and everything was fine. So no heel turn. And funny thing here, <clears throat> uh, Justin on the Twitter just sent me, sent me a text and said, uh, he said, I take that back. MJF is the best heel in the business. This is from his Twitter. Started some early packing for the weekly AEW shows. I've got all the essentials. Clothes, checkmark. Wrestling trunks, checkmark. Boots, checkmark. Copious amounts of plan B, checkmark. I'm ready. (laughs) Hashtag better than you. Hashtag maximum ride. Yeah, MJF is going to be, he's going to be the top star um, in AEW very, very fast. Oh my God, he's fantastic. He's so good. He's going to fit the TV 14. He's going to fit it all. He's going to be perfect. He's going to push boundaries. He's going to make sensors be on that button waiting. He will. Did you you see uh, Arby's tweet at Jericho? I think you sent this to us, didn't you? I sent it to you guys, yeah. Hey, I am Jericho. Heard some Judas stole your championship belt. We've got plenty of cardboard. Want a new one? Hey, at Arby's, I'm all good. Save the cardboard to make your sandwiches. (laughs) So great. Jericho. And then there was one more tweet I saw that in regards to Jericho from Virgil. Did you see this? Remember Virgil? Yes. If Chris Jericho ate at Olive Garden and paid me to protect him, none of this shit would have happened. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. I like that. Virgil. Probably trying Fantastic. to get AEW. Oh, God, it's so good. So good. Um, so next was the ladder match with the Young Bucks and the Lucha Brothers. Um, pretty good match. Um, I enjoyed it. It was a lot of uh, a lot of high spots, a lot of big moves to start, and less wrestling, more or less. Kind of, you know, they're trying to make a really good ladder match, more or less, out of nothing. It seems like with all high spots, um, but they did get into the wrestling and all that. Thought it was pretty good. Um, Lucha Brothers ended up retaining the AAA World Tag Team Championships, which we both picked, by the way. Um, and then LAX came out afterwards, masked and beat up everybody. And that was Santana and Ortiz. I don't know mm-hmm. if you know who they are. Yep. I didn't when they came out. Mm-hmm. I was uh, when they came out because they were masked and they were beating the shit out of everyone after the match. It was kind of like, oh, who the hell is this going to be? And I thought I would know who it is, but I didn't. Figured it would be uh, some different surprise, like you know. Yeah, LAX is who I thought was going to be with Jericho's partners on uh, the first episode. That's what I had mentioned a few episodes back on the first episode of AEW on TNT. Mm-hmm. I thought that they would be the the uh, tag team of his. They still could be. We'll see. But that's what I thought it was going to be LAX. But they came out now. Okay. And then the uh, last match, obviously, the AEW World Championship, Jericho versus Hangman Adam Page. Um, great match. Jericho got bloodied early. Um, Adam Page, I have never seen him wrestle. A lot of good moves. The dude's impressive as hell. He's going to be up there in the top contenders for a while. I thought that was absolutely awesome. They had a great match. Um, I love how uh, Chris Jericho has now changed all his stuff to like um, uh, his his music and whatnot. His finisher is now the Judas Effect, which made me laugh. I didn't didn't realize that, so it was pretty. That's funny. his finisher. Yeah. What is it? The Judas Effect. No, I mean, what is it though? Oh, it was like a um, the hell was it? Um, I don't want to say like a neck breaker, but something along those lines, okay. sort of thing. 
but he still has you know the code breaker and uh, the walls of Jericho and all that. But I think they called it something else. I don't know if they called it the walls of Jericho. Um, but not bad. Um, you know, it was it was a good good way to end. I like I said, I, I just had a feeling that Jericho was going to be title holder going into pay per view or going into uh, TNT. He's the big name, man. I mean, Adam Hangman Page is a very good wrestler. Like I said, that was the first time I've seen him. But if it's the first time I've seen him, that means it's probably the first time a lot of casual fans would have seen him too. So Jericho having the belt is going to be great if he can actually keep it and not lose it. Um, And by that, I mean, like, literally people stealing it. But I think that... uh, I think think that it's going to be... It'll be really good for... Any, you know, Jericho, any any of that. The thing is, is that Hangman Page is your face, so he's going to win the title eventually to fight MJF eventually. Um, that's going to happen because MJF is a heel. Obviously, Jericho being a heel, it's just not going to happen. I don't think Jericho is going to turn face. Mm-hmm. He's going to stay heel for a while. Yep. This. So um, maybe until they get a little bit more storyline in on TNT as they go. Great match, though, still. Great pay-per-view overall. I loved having JR back, and when uh, Shivani's there, it's going to be even better. He was not there. He did not do the pay-per-view. It was a masked dude and somebody else who I didn't know who did the pay-per-view with JR. JR was great, as always, but when it's going to be JR and Shivani, it's going to be even more exciting. So it was fun. Um, No one came out. I thought maybe at the end, as Jericho's walking back, someone would attack him or someone would be there. You know, something like that. Nothing uh, really exciting. I shouldn't say exciting, but nothing happened at the end. No surprises or anything. And it ended with Jericho holding the belt up and walking out. So, um, well spent $50 on my part. I was not disappointed. Good. Very, uh, very looking. um, I'm looking forward to AEW now on TNT and might actually, like, watch that. You know, I have to get another TV in here now because we have AEW and NXT on Wednesdays when we record the wrestling shows a lot of times. Well, ah, damn. Um, I mean, realistically, we can't hear anyways. So we'll probably, I'd probably be more entertained with AEW regardless than NXT. But uh, it's going to be harder to listen. Velveteen Dream, man. The Dream. Adam Cole. Eh, both be good. That's the thing, though. It's like only wrestling. That's it. There's no storylines and there's some. It's just rivalries. True. It's not a storyline, really. So, until they get something like that, or until they bring them up to the big dogs, I think AEW will will rule the Wednesdays for now, at least. Um. So let's go into. Did you watch any of Raw or SmackDown? Nope. I caught some of each, so we're going to do some reading as well. So I can tell you that in the beginning of Raw, they had a contract signing for Braun Strowman and Seth Rollins. Got broken up by Styles in the OC. Eventually, it was announced later in the show that Stone Cold is going to moderate a second contract signing at Madison Square Garden. That's how you pull people. I saw, he, pull tw- fans. I saw he tweeted that. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And then uh, so in the back, um, Austin you know, publicly supported Rollins a few weeks back. And Strowman took to that and just said he'd have no problem with the Hall of Famer. Getting these hands. Not Randy Orton style, but Braun Strowman style. <laughs> um, and then Seth Rollins and Braun Strowman beat Luke Gallus and Carl Anderson via pinfall. And um, so it was, you know, it is it is what it is. It was, it, it is what, I, I don't even know what to say about Ronnie Moore. And I actually missed this part. I didn't catch it until later. Um, but Strowman, Styles came in and attacked them. And then Strowman settled the score, so to speak, cleaned house. Uh, running shoulder blocks, and he accidentally hit Rollins with it too. And then Dolph came out, Robert Roode came out to aid in the heels and taking out Strowman. And then following the four-man magic killer, they put Strowman down. Styles added a phenomenal forearm immediately after. And then the OC interrupted a backstage backstage interview by attacking Cedric Alexander and Styles throwing him into a road case before inciting a three-man too-sweet hand gesture. Too-sweet. Sweet. Um... And, you know, with Styles being a heel now, this is the perfect way to use him. He's a good heel. He's a good face. You can go either way with him. Um, I like what they're doing with this, so it should be interesting. So what else happened on Raw? Dolph Ziggler and Robert Roode beat Kurt Hawkins and Zack Ryder. Didn't see this. Lacey Evans beat Natalia. Didn't see this either. King of the Ring quarterfinal. I did see this. This is where I picked it up. Baron Corbin beat Cedric Alexander, which was 
such a good match. They complement each other so well, and it was so fun to watch that. And Cedric or Baron Corbin won, um, but uh, he he ended up getting Alexander. He tripped him up on the top rope. Alexander was on the top rope, and then he got the end of days to get to the semifinal. But Cedric Alexander, you know, they're still building him up. He's going to be a top guy. You know, they're pushing him. You know that Paul Heyman is huge behind Cedric Alexander, and they're pushing him big. So this loss doesn't hurt him. Nope. You know, not at all. Um, Viking Raiders had another match that was just pointless. And then uh, the next match. Yeah, I did lie because I did catch a little bit of Raw. I wasn't paying attention, but yeah, right. I did catch the next match, which was Samoa, Samoa Joe and Ricochet. I thought they, they, I thought it was a perfect ending. Yeah. How I, they did it. When yeah. they took him off the rope, you know, he had him in the coquina clutch up there, and then they both fell off, arms on each other. And I knew it right away that they're going to, okay, they're both going on. Triple threat next week. Yep. Corbin. I like, I like the ref and Corbin coming in. Oh, I got to buy next week. That's great. And they're like, actually, uh, triple threat. And he sold it off great. So that'll be a good triple threat match. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. I'm looking forward to that match. It should be interesting. And then um, Bray Wyatt is ready to go to hell inside Firefly Funhouse. So he's, he's basically calling out Strowman or Rollins for Hell in a Cell. And you saw that he's feeding the devil Vince money. Yeah, that was that was hilarious. I make you money. That was absolutely hilarious. Vince is yelling at him. He's going to fire him, and he puts the hundred dollar bills in his mouth. That was great. Yes, I hope that's improv too. Right. I know it's not, but that's funny. And then Mysterio um, did a backstage interview and basically said he's not done, and he has so much more to accomplish, and he's not doing this for his son. And and he is doing this for his son. Excuse me. And then the Miz fought Cesaro, which was also a good match. Um, there was a uh, a late reversal and a skull cr- a skull crushing finale, and then uh, he kicked out of the European uppercut to halt the momentum of Cesaro. Cesaro's uppercuts are fantastic. Yeah, they're they're dirty. Yes, I like it. Um, and then at the end, you know, we talk about what happened with Becky Lynch. She she and Bailey beat Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross via disqualification. Out comes Jason's girl, Sasha. Comes out, beats up Becky, and then Bailey goes and you know grabs the chair from Sasha and, and holds onto it, and then starts beating the shit out of Becky. Yep. I'm like, he'll turn. There we go. That's good though. Bailey needed to do that. They do were, something she different. Bored. Boring. Boring. Absolutely. So, so I, I love that. I saw that the next morning. That was the first thing that popped up. It said uh, surprising heel turn on Raw, and I was like, oh, okay, who is it? And I was like, Bailey, huh? Interesting. Yep, and then uh, Bailey was talking with on uh, SmackDown Charlotte in the ring, and Sasha comes out and interrupts him, and then Bailey starts whacking on Charlotte with a chair. I'm like, finally, yeah. do something. It's good. So it's good to see this. Um, what what happens? So, do you think that Charlotte is now going to partner with her ex best friend Becky Lynch to take on Sasha and Bailey? Think that happens? Um, I don't think so because well, I mean. It, it doesn't mean that Charlotte has to turn uh, face, but I just don't think that'll happen. I don't. Right. And then um, later on, we had Elias and Ali. Another great match. I, I like this as well. Um, Ali got up there, so we'll just get to the end. He tried to scale the ropes for a 450 splash, but Elias got out of the way, and then he did the drift away, which I like that move to advance to mm-hmm. the semifinals. Okay. And this of the matches this week, this was actually seen as the weakest one. So that tells you a lot about these guys and the and who was fighting. Um, Alexa Bliss, and this was kind of boring. And Nikki Cross fought Sonya Deville and Mandy Rose. Mandy Rose and Deville won. No titles were on the line, but they won. Okay. Randy Orton, you know, addressed the the WWE universe and called out Kofi. Kofi came out, and then he he ended up getting beat up by Dash Wilder and Scott Dawson. And they eventually lifted him up in the ring for basically a super RKO, which is what happened. So pretty good. And he did the whole continuing yelling, stupid, stupid, you know, mocking shit from 10 years ago. Uh, But the next thing, Chad Gable and Andrade. This was a great match. And they are both solid competitors. Um, Gable hopefully does get over more. He ended up winning this match, which what I was telling you, that he did the that was the coolest reversal I have seen in a long time. You'll have to check it out. Okay. Chad Gable reversal on Andrade. We will I'll see if I can find it to show it to you, but it was it was crazy. Um Andrade missed a double running knee 
And then uh, Gable did a, a rolling German uh, that would have earned him the win if it were not for Vega's interference. She like got on the ropes and interfered. And then he tried the hammerlock DDT, but Gable countered and rolled him up. It wasn't really a roll-up. It was more of a – you just have to watch it. It was a cool reversal. And I was like, wow, that was, that was pretty solid. Um, and it was a good way to tell a story for somebody that we know is an underdog. So now next week, you're going to have Chad Gable versus Elias. Winners going to the King of the Ring final. And then you've got Ricochet, Samoa Joe, and Baron Corbin. So you could see if Corbin wins, it's probably going to be Gable. Yep. And if Elias wins, it's going to be Ricochet. Or Samoa Joe, he's a heel too. So Joe was giving shit to Gable. So I'm starting to think like it could be Samoa Joe against Gable. Mm-hmm. Give Gable the King of the Ring, give him the push. Could happen. My pick was still Ricochet in the beginning. I know you had McIntyre, but our guys faced each other. Yep. And Ricochet ended up winning. This is one thing I like when I can't predict it because I really can't. Yeah. They could go so many ways with this. You've got Ricochet would end up fighting Elias. Seems standard. I don't know if it happens. I think you're going to see more of Samoa Joe and Chad Gable just because of how they presented it. Mm -hmm. And he just ripped on him in the back and basically said he was nothing and all that shit. Corbin could also get there too because that will piss people off. And then he would end yep. up fighting Gable. So it's another thing. So it's either going to be Gable or Samoa Joe against – or, excuse me, Corbin or Samoa Joe against Chad Gable or Elias against Ricochet, if I was predicting. So either way, I'm good with it. I think Gable or Ricochet would benefit the most from this. Yeah. And even Elias would benefit. I don't think Samoa Joe or Corbin could benefit. They're already hated heels. You know, Elias is a heel, but he's kind of a tweener at times because people like Elias. Yeah. So he's fun to watch. Yeah. He, I mean, he's entertaining. He is. You gotta love Elias a little bit. Um, you know the the guitar thing doesn't get old for whomever does it. There's no doubt about that. As long as you're good with your insults, it doesn't get old. Exactly. And then uh, Alistair Black, who's one of our favorite guys to watch, mm-hmm. beat Shelton Benjamin with a black mask. Wasn't really a good match. You know, Shelton Benjamin's getting old. I would have liked to see him years ago fight Alistair Black. Yeah. Alistair Black's one of those guys that is just fun to watch. And I don't know if you saw the video. Uh, Zelina Vega is like doing her hair or some shit and looking at a phone and then out from right behind her comes Xavier Woods and he's just sitting there and he's like yeah checking her out and then here comes uh, Alistair Black and he's like crumples his papers and runs away I was like that's a good spot that shit's funny (laughs) checking out the wife Uh, Dan O'Brien wanted his apology didn't get it it is what it is Um, they're still doing that stupid storyline yeah boring so they're basically fighting and um, at the end, though, Rowan, you know, beat up, beat up Roman, and then he slammed. He did, you know, grab the skull of Dan O'Brien, slammed him through a table. So I'm like, all right, cool, something different, something different. They did have the 24/7 stuff. Uh, <laughs> Drake Maverick and and Renee were going through the boiler room of the arena, and the Singh brothers attacked. Each one of them tried to get it. Neither one of them did. Bo Dallas then appeared. He rolled him up, and, you know, the, the Grand Metallic and then Curtis Axel tried, but Bo Dallas ended up getting the, the pin, mm-hmm. which was interesting. And then after the match, there was a match. Uh, it was stupid. Nakamura just beat up a no-name guy and won with the Kachasa and scored the uh, one-sided victory. And Drake Maverick came through. He pinned Dallas to regain the title, Bo Dallas, and on the entrance ramp, he was celebrating, and our truth emerged from under the King of the Ring crown. He was standing there as like the post of the Jesus. crown, <laughs> took it off, and then pinned him to become a 14-time 24-7 cha- or whatever he says, I-75, 24-7, 48-7, European television champion, <laughs> whatever the hell he says. Our truth is this is like revitalizing his character. It's great. Yes, it is. So um, – we can get to I can get to Jeremy now if you would like. Yeah. So let me find Jeremy. Uh, what What do you have to say about what I said about SmackDown and Raw? What are you thinking? Um, they need to They need to step up. I'm telling you, if they want to compete with AEW, I'll tell you that right now. But the King of the Ring stuff, I I agree with you. It's decent. I like where they're going with that. SmackDown sucks though. I mean. I don't care about this Daniel Bryan, Roman Reigns, or Rowan and Reigns, or whoever the hell is fighting. That, that's a shitty. That's their main storyline right now, and it's not that great. It isn't. Um, raw is raw. You know, it'll be fine. They'll be okay. It'll be interesting to see where they go with the women and all that. But I think that um, I think that Raw is decent enough, but SmackDown is. It's been slacking. I'm not a not a fan of what I've been seeing on there. Right. Or at least what you've been saying because I've been watching because it sucks. 
Right. And it hasn't been that great. The King of the Ring thing is kind of helpful and fun, but, you know, we'll see what happens. Uh, I think we're going to push, again, Hulk Hogan's World Championship victories back another week. Okay. Because we had a lot this week yep. covering AEW. And uh, I told Jeremy 15 minutes, 45 minutes, or 50 minutes ago. And so I said, sorry, or 40 minutes. And so here he goes. He is putting it in right now. Yeah. When's Clash of Champions? That is a good question. It's not this weekend, is it? Clash of Champions. The 15th. So next week. Okay. So we'll cover that. All right. You ready for trivia? Ready. Here we go. Who was the oldest man to win the WWE Championship at age 54? I have my answer. I have my answer. All right. I typed mine. Bob Backlund. I have Vince. Oh, good. Bob Backlund. I'm going to put that in there. Bob Backlund as well. That's a great one. He won it and then lost it in four seconds to Kevin Nash. So is Vince, though. That's a tough one. Vince might have won the ECW. Well, he won the heavyweight title, too. Hmm. I I didn't even think of Vince. I hope you got that one, Gary. That may be all you get tonight. Vincent Kennedy McMahon. There you go. That was me. All right, so if he says this is the only one I'm going to get all night, I'm worried. Oh, next. Oh, gosh. What's the score right now? Uh, You're up by two. What is it? 18 to 16. There we go. Good math. There we go. Typing, 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 typing. Okay. We all know Mr. Perfect is perfect. (laughs) But who was the... Who was his first loss loss against in a nationally televised single match? WrestleMania six. Hint: He was inducted into the Hall of Fame at some point the past three years. That could be anybody. That could be China. <laughs> it could be. I'm just saying. All right. Who was his first singles loss to? At WrestleMania six. I think I know this too, but I don't. I put mine in. I don't even know if he's in the Hall of Fame, but we'll find out. Um, Jeff Jarrett. Jeff Jarrett is mine. I like that. I had Roddy the Piper. So we will see. Jeff Jarrett and Roddy the Piper. It was China. (laughs) Just kidding. JK. JK. China's not a man. Or is she? I don't know. He's still typing. That's a lot of typing. Oh, man. Did I get it right? No. Damn. Brutus the fucking barber Ah, beefcake. Of course. Nice. Of course. That was a good hint, too. I like that. Jeff Jarrett was a solid guess. Yeah, I was thinking WrestleMania 6 was a little bit early. 91, probably early for him, yeah. A little bit early. Nice. Next. All right. Last but not least, the infamous brawl for all that took place saw Bart Gunn winning it all before going to embarrass himself against Butterbean. Besides Bart Gunn, each of you write down 10 other wrestlers that were involved in the tournament. Half a point for each correct one. Ten. Oh, God. I don't have time to write all this crap out. So I need to type mine in, I guess. Right? I know I think one. All right. You writing and I'm typing? Yep. I'm going to get carpal tunnel by the end of this. Should have paused it while I sit here and think. And this is besides Bart Gun. Yes. And... Uh, well, obviously not Butterbean. He wasn't in it. So we're just talking about the 10 other wrestlers that were in it? Yeah, this is going to be so tough. I know the one I knew right away from the the uh, something to wrestle with. I know. See, that's the thing is there's another guy in there, and I can't think of his stupid freaking name. That's what's going to suck. It's the ones I can't think of their effing names with. Mm. 
many do you got? I'm just starting to type down names and just hope. Well, that's what I'm saying. I, I have six right now. Um, and I know I know I can't. I know a guy who's in it, and I can't name him. So I'm gonna have nine because I just can't think of his name. I'm still typing away. You don't need to type them out. I'll I'll hear your answers when I listen to the show. Oh, so he's gonna tell us later. Well, I gotta type. I know he's gonna tell us, oh. but he's saying we don't have to type them out. But I I need to type them out so we can mark them correct or not. Exactly. Um. <sighs> can I type in descriptions of people? Does that count? No. <laughs> Just asking. I don't know if I can or not. God, that guy's going to piss me off. I want to hear I'm going to be so mad, too, because I can't think of a stupid effing name. <sighs> All right. Damn it. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. I got six right now. I'm just going to stick with these eight. Those are my eight. Waiting. On bear. Start reading. Start reading yours. Uh, I got Bradshaw, Hardcore Holly, Doctor Death, Steve Williams. Hold on, hold on. Oh Jesus, Holly, Steve Williams, Savio Vega, Vega, Hawk, Hawk, Draws, Draws, Big Bald Guy, <laughs> Big Big Bald Guy got knocked out. Um, damn it! Give me like one more minute because I'm drawing a blank and this might this just might be six. And he says, I bet Bear does really well with this one. So I had Williams, um, one I know for sure, so I won't give the name, uh, Bob Holly, Alda Montoya, Billy Gunn, Farouk, Mark Henry, Bradshaw. That's who I named as my eight. Damn. Why am I? Oh, I got another one. Go. Godfather. Okay. Hmm. Should be interesting. I know he was in it for sure. That's the thing is that whenever I get that that big bald fuck is eight, and then I'm missing. T- Why am I missing two? Seven. Why the fuck am I missing two? Because Doctor Death beat somebody and then got knocked out by Bart Gun. Who did he beat? I'm just gonna stick at seven because I can't. I can't think of the last two. All right, so he's going to tell us what we got. I just put it in there. Bradshaw, Holly, Steve Williams, Vega, Hawk, Draws, Big Bald Guy, Godfather. Uh, so one, two, three, four, five, six, and a half, six, seven. So that's what, three and a half you'll get? Yeah. And I'll get one, two. I had uh, Mark Marrows, who I remembered. One, two, yep. three. Good one. I think I got four. So I get two. Oh, here you go. I like Big Ball Guy. That's great. Uh, here are the answers. Eight Ball, Bob Holly, Bradshaw, Brackus, Dan Brackus. Severn. Brackus. God damn it. It was fucking Brackus. Dan Severn, Draws, Mark Merrill, uh, Henry Godwin or Mark Canterbury at the time, Quebecer Pierre. That's who Steve Williams knocked out. Road Warrior Hawk, Savio Vega, Scorpio, Steve Blackman, mm-hmm. Steve Williams, Godfather, comma, Papa Shango, whatever you want to call him. Yeah. Eight Ball was probably the Big Bald Guy. No, it was Brackus. It was Brackus. Yeah, tell him it was Brackus. It I don't, was I, I Brackus. I don't remember 8-Ball being in it. I remember Blackman now. Yeah, Quebec or Pierre. So you got four and I got seven. Yep, so, so I get two, two and you get three and a half. That half, that One, damn half. Two, three. So half. am I a half a point ahead now? You are a <laughs> half a point ahead. Yes, you are. I'm a half a point ahead to end the week and i was one behind last week so i got a half a point on you brackets all right and i gotta see if he's got any other topics sir i have a feeling that one was it for this they ran vignettes for like a month and his actual career lasted less than that haha that's true yeah brackets yeah i said i said i'm a half a point ahead to end the week he said wow close i like how he told me you're done He's like, this is probably all you're going to do. Uh, should watch some old school shit. I just got to pick random stuff and hope that he asks a trivia question based on that. Yeah. Those were good things. I like that one. He always has good trivia. He Sports does. and wrestling. Uh, that was a very good one with all the people. Now I got to see, yeah, Blackman I should have known. But the other ones, yeah, that's you'd have to go back. I'm trying because 
the thing is they made everything dark too so like when i'm trying to go back and picture the matches it was hard because the ring and everything was dark so it's hard to right. see a lot of them so i was trying to visualize it like right. like go i ahead. said my my memory bank is unfortunately filled with wrestling shit instead of you know good stuff so I don't think you guys covered this last week, but wrestling topic for this week involves Oval Teen Dream. I mean, Velveteen Dream. It seems like it's taking forever for him to come up to the main roster. Although last week you pointed out he's only twenty three. Is his age the reason you think he's not? It's taking so long. Uh, yeah, probably. I mean, he's probably still green. I agree. I, I think that he, even he, though he's he good, be there, he and is. They, there's so much talent up there, they probably don't want to waste him. And now that NXT is going to be on TV, he'll be that face. Yeah, guaranteed. He should be. Now, with NXT going to USA, they will probably want him to stay there for a bit to carry the load. When do you think he'll be called up, and will and will he be able to get over on the main roster, or will he be lost in the shuffle? I think he's going to be a massive star, almost rock-like. I wouldn't say that big, um, but I agree he's going to be a star. He can talk. He can wrestle. He, uh, you know, he's got that flair, that personality, that charisma. Yep. Um, not to the rock. That's that's a lot. Um, I see where Jeremy's coming from, though. I think his upside could be close to the rock, but um, he is definitely going to be a great talent. So yeah, let him hone his skills. Let him hone his mic skills, his promos, everything. Let him take care of all that. Um, the wrestling's there. He'll be just fine. So I really think that um, top star. Yes, rock level. Not quite, but definitely top star. He'll have the belt in two years. The heavyweight championship? Oh, yeah. Yeah? I think so. Two years? Yep. I think he's going to – I agree with you. He's going to be up there. I don't know if he'll be rock like maybe. I think there's just so much talent up there, and I think they'll not push him correctly. Unless Triple H gets the reins, I think he could push him correctly. We'll see. There's guys in NXT that are really good, Adam Cole being one of them, Johnny Gargano. I think guys like that. Could be up there, but now that NXT is going to be a mainstay on Wednesdays, I can see them that talent staying there, which I'm kind of happy with. I would be okay with Velveteen stays there. That would be fine by me. Just leave him there. Let him be on that show. Let him be the face of that show, and let let people become accustomed to those guys. You know, it's going to be hard competing with AEW, but we will see what uh, what happens as time goes on. Yeah. So, Jason. All right, Jason. Questions. Here we go. Number one, ha, 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 now you can't wad up my questions and throw them away like one of your ex-girlfriends. Thanks, Jason. Jason texted me today his questions, not sent a piece of paper, which is why he says that to all you people who can't see me reading my phone right now. Um, number two, AEW is Jericho. Speaking of Jericho, do you think that the same person that is trying to kill Roman also stole Jericho's belt? <laughs> That's a good question. Uh, maybe. I like it. So It was Vince, goddammit. So Rowan stole Jericho's belt or uh, Cedric. No, it was, it was, no, I'm or Daniel Bryan. I'll say it's Vince. It was me, Jericho. It was, it was me, me all along. Time. <laughs> so Vince goes to Texas Roadhouse is what I get out of that. Yeah. Okay. I thought it was Longhorn. Which, yeah, and then Cody said Outback. Outback, yeah. Wh- whichever. Longhorn and Texas Roadhouse are the same thing. Yeah, Don't, don't at me either because they are the same effing thing. Number three, can't have a Jason can't have a Jason debate without stating the obvious. Sasha oh, is number Christ. one in all categories. Agreed? No. 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 She is number one at having blue hair, and that's it. Give Even me Alexa all day. The blue man group has better blue hair. <laughs> they don't have hair. They don't have hair. Exactly. Number four, pod challenge this week. Each of you separately prove you are not drunk by saying the alphabet backwards. Oh, Jesus Christ. Z, Y, X, <laughs> V, W. You U, already fucked up. Yeah. U, T, S, R, Q, P, O, N, M, L, K, J, H G I? I think I fucked that one up too. Uh, 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 F E D C B A? I probably can, can you Can you read that question again? Pod challenge this week. Each of you separately prove you, you not drunk <laughs> by saying the alphabet backwards. All right. I'll make this easy. The alphabet backwards. And there you go. Solid. Done. I, I did it the hard way. 
you did it the easy way. Yes, sir. Both of us not drunk. And can you prove you're not drunk by saying separately prove you not drunk? What the hell is that? Idiot. You're a stupid idiot, Jason. Number five. Who day boys going to the bowl? Going to burn it down. Dude, the Bengals are going 3-13 and 13 this year. Literally 3-13. and 13. Seattle is going to take a big old dump on them on Sunday. And I will you I will bet you tomorrow. I will call you and tell you, since you won't be able to listen to this podcast until Sunday, I will call you tomorrow and bet you. I will guarantee that. Number six. Better performance. Young Bucks or Hardy Bros? When? In general? Well, let's just say in general. I'd Hardy's. Hardy's. Right. Yeah. Right now. Right now. Bucks could haven't could seen get enough there, of though. the box. They could get there though. Yep. Number seven, debate questions. Should a <laughs> I love you trying to read these. I think this is supposed to be PPV main event, but he put in POV main event. Point of view. Main so <laughs> okay. should a POV main event always be the world title match, assuming there is one? Let's, for argument's sake, say POV should be PPV, as in pay-per-view, not point of view. Should a pay-per-view main event always be the world title match, assuming there is one? No. Um, I agree. I, I agree, no. But that's just the way it's been forever and ever and ever and ever. There's just certain, if they tell a story. Rock Hogan should have been the main event at WrestleMania correct. 18. And this past one with the women, that was the correct choice. Yeah. Uh, Shawn Michaels and Undertaker both should have been main events. Yep. No title. Yep. So, no. I, I agree. 100% agree. But it's the norm. It's what they yeah. do. It's the wrestling biz. It's tradition. That's what they do. So it, it'll always be that way. Exactly. Maybe AEW will change it up, but it'll always be that way. Exactly. <laughs> Number eight. What happened to that Russian dude that was hanging out with you guys? Uh, well, hockey season's over, and he went back to Russia. So he cannot come in because they Make don't have Skype off. there. Um, no phones in Russia. Mother Russia, he lives in an igloo. Jason, you have to remember this. If you listened, you would know that, that once hockey season ended, he was gone. Now, hockey season is about a month and a quarter away, a month and a half. So I'm sure that, uh, what was his name? Sergey? Sergey Federon. Sergey Federon will be back in about a month and a half. So let him hibernate with his bear, Alexander, in Russia and make vodka in peace. Okay? Number nine, over, under. Televised weeks, AEW has a better rating than Raw. His number? 16. In a row? Just says televised weeks until until AEW has better ratings than Raw. Sixteen weeks. They'll so do he, it in week one. So he's. Yeah, I, I agree. So he's saying the first sixteen weeks Raw is going to have better ratings. There, I'd, I'd say week one guarantee. under, under way under then. Yeah, way under, under one. one. Yeah, it'd be first week. I agree, one hundred percent. They'll probably beat him half of it, if not more. That was it. That was it from Donkey Kong. <laughs> I wonder. Alphabet backwards. The alphabet backwards. Yeah. That was simple. For for fun, what is it? Z, Y, X, W, V, U, T, S, R, Q, P, O, N, M, L, K, J, I, H, G, F, E, D, C, B, A. Yeah, but you got to hear me say it so it doesn't count. You got to listen, think, understand. I just well, you were, you were the defending champ. Well, I gave my answer. That was just me just doing it to do it. I did it on the fly. Me too. And I only the messed up like backwards. two or three, I think. Oh, well, it was good. I'm gonna um, have to get drunk and do that. <laughs> I agree. So next week we'll do the Hogan thing, hopefully, or we'll just keep moving it back. Um, no, next week should work because um, there's no AEW pay per view. There's no anything. We just got to go over the clash. So let's schedule that one in. Um, besides, Jeremy, Jason. Raw and SmackDown recap, which we can make fast because it's normally boring as shit. AEW. Um, but any like up, I said, if, any there's, updates. if there's nothing, then yeah, we can make yep. that one go. And then we'll do... So we'll put in Hogan stuff and add it with uh, Jeremy's trivia, Jeremy's question, Jason so, debate. Yep, Jason, Jeremy, if anything you got to say about Hogan or questions about Hogan or anything with Hogan, bring it. Yeah. Um, so thanks to Wes Anderson for moments in time. I did forget to say that Kylie Ray left AEW and retired medical issues. Oh. Um, 
So, thanks to Wes Anderson, Moments in Time. Check him out on Facebook, Wes Anderson Music. Give him a follow on Twitter at Songs by Wes. Thank you to Brandon at All Work Clothing, Sean at Crandall's Quality Lawn Care, Tim at Verizon, Steve at Savage and Associates, Cassandra at PNC, and Connell at DatingTransformation.com. Check him out. And as always, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. Hulk Hogan, we coming for you! 